Hi, and welcome to another episode of Overthink with Brittany. I am Brittany, your host, and another week gone in a flash. Did y'all see where we had the shortest day on record recently? I truly believe it. It feels like it. Time is going by so quickly. It is rushing through and I ain't mad, y'all. You know how old people say we're living in the last days and a lot of young people say it too. We've been living in the last days, I think, since we became in existence. So anything to speed it up, I am perfectly fine with. I am tired of y'all and I'm ready for the next thing, next phase of my life. (laughs) But anywho, welcome to another episode. I hope you had a great week. I mentioned last time about having a breakdown and that I would talk about it. So I figured this is a good time to do so since I am a bit better now. But am I the only one who feels like I'm at a crossroads right now in life? Like it isn't necessarily a bad thing, so I don't want to look at it that way. But I'm trying to figure out what's next. I know I'm not alone. I know a lot of people in my personal life are going through that as well. I wonder how many others of us are just trying to figure out the next phase of life. Like we've gone through many other things previously before now and we got through them just fine you know they always say you look back and you see that you've actually received all the things that you prayed for previously and now it's on to the next thing like the next dream what's the next goal how do i start to pursue that next goal what is next it's kind of where i'm at right now and i don't know if this well i do know it's not really normal for my age I feel like in my mom's generation, they did things a lot younger. Like they got married younger. They had kids younger. They got into their careers younger. And for a lot of us who are in my age group, the late 30s, some of us haven't even done any of that yet. (laughs) Some of us have, and it didn't work out the way we thought. Some of us are changing careers. Some are quitting careers that they've had for years. We're all just kind of in different places. And I do wonder how many of you all feel me on the, okay, what now? (laughs) One thing I ask my boyfriend all the time, because he's an artist, a great one, and he's always in pursuit of the next thing as well. And I'm always asking him, so when you get to that that set number that you want to get to, when you reach that goal, what happens then? Especially when there's so much life left, You know, I say that all the time, like life is getting longer. What are you going to do for the rest of those days? And I think that's something that I've started asking myself recently, like, okay, what's next? Like I've gotten to a certain point in my career where I think I'm, I'm good. I'm not going to coast. That's not me, but what, what's next? (laughs) So I end up having a little breakdown while I was in deep thought about this. A little boohoo, which honestly, if I'm I'm telling you guys the the real truth, it helps. If you need to cry, cry. There's nothing like a good old-fashioned cry to let it out. (laughs) The barely breathed breakdown, snotty nose, ugly cry. Sometimes you need those. They can be so healing. Give it a shot. (laughs) But I had to take some time to really think about where this was coming from. That's the overthinker in me, okay? Let's get to the root of this issue so we can go ahead and and 
continue to grow and thrive and not get caught up in this moment right now. But really thinking about it, I realize every time I hit a goal or reach a level I'm trying to reach, whether that be in career, personal life, personal goals, it's almost like all of the exhaustion that it took to get there hits all at one time. And I get extremely overwhelmed. And maybe during the whole process, I had suppressed it, which I probably have. When you think about it, that adrenaline is real. I don't know if you've ever been in an accident or ever been really hurt. And you probably didn't feel the level of pain you thought you should feel. It's always adrenaline because you're so hyped up. You're so pumped up. You haven't taken time to really feel. And this is what I can equate this to. If you're putting all of your dedication into something, you're, you're running full speed ahead to the next thing. And eventually you realize I haven't felt anything throughout this entire process. Then it all kind of hits you like a ton of bricks. The, all of the emotion comes out and it does come out in different ways. For some people is extreme excitement and joy. For others, it's just rest, passing out, just going to sleep sleeping for hours and hours just to sleep off all of the initial work that it took. And for me, it tends to come in the breakdown, the tears. And it really did feel good. I can't really explain if they're tears of joy, <laughs> if they're tears of satisfaction, exhaustion. I don't know. But I needed to release that and I'm glad I did. But here's the thing, once that goal is complete, it's almost as if it's like, okay, what now? And this may sound a bit morbid, but have you ever seen movies where when they finally reach that destination, they die? It even happens sometimes in real life. Um, the one that comes to mind most vividly right now is Cicely Tyson. It's almost as if as soon as she finished writing her story and her book, she died. And not saying I'm ready to die like that, but it's, it's like, okay, I reached this goal that in my eyes is monumental. I'm still here. That means my purpose still isn't done. That means there's the next thing. And then it starts another cycle of thinking through how I'm going to get through this next goal. What is the next dragon I have to slay? Because you always know, well, I hope you know, it's bigger than us, guys. Our purpose is bigger than us. And I do believe that's by design. We spend our whole life chasing something. And again, it looks different for different people. It can be happiness. It can be riches. It can be fame. Everyone has their own vice. I say that often. Pick your poison. But we spend our life chasing something. What happens when you get it? So it's just, it's, it's just a never-ending cycle. It's time to pour into the next thing. The overwhelm starts all over again. And here we are, 
running around every day just trying to reach that next level. And the control freak in me is always trying to be steps ahead. It's all a process. I need step-by-step instructions. I need to know what I need to do every day to get there. I'm researching. I'm reading. But, you know, we all know, even others who are like me, that it is impossible to truly be able to know exactly what's coming next and also to have a plan written out for your life. It just doesn't work like that. The truth is, a lot of us are just wandering around aimlessly trying to figure out what is next where is my life going and if you allow it to it can become depressing and I've been there before where yes you're just celebrated a great win you know you celebrated a time in your life where you demonstrated that you have the wherewithal to get there that you you're bright enough smart enough deserving you reach that level that you want to reach and then the insecurity comes back because now you start to question am I enough could I have done this better and again what's the next thing so it's really vital that you're strong in who you are and I know I push that all the time And it's advice I have to give myself often as well. We have to stay secure in who we are because it's it's very easy to lose sight of where we're headed. And if I'm being honest, a part of me wonders if this is society's fault. You know, is it because we see so many things on social media that make us desire even more, that we always want more? It's always the next thing. It's always how much more can I get? How much more famous can I be? How much more attention can I get? And that can be unhealthy. It's funny because being an older millennial, I can remember life before social media. Facebook had just started when I was in college. So going throughout school, There was none of that. So there is no recording of us acting crazy, getting high or being drunk and letting it all hang out like it is now. Now, I'm not saying any of that stuff didn't happen because it certainly did. My memory serves me well with some of those times and things, but it's just so different now. Everything is exposed for everyone to see and it's unavoidable. Now, truth be told, We can all act as if we're above peer pressure, but it still hits us. And that's whether you all want to admit it or not. I still feel a type of way with some of the things that I see on social media, even at the age I'm at now. And I do think a lot of that is to blame as to why we feel such pressure to be at certain places that we aren't quite yet. If we even want those things. Like, have you ever stopped to think of, do I truly desire this? Or is it because I see everyone else doing it or everyone around my age is here, so I feel like I should be here too? I can tell you what's been getting me lately is seeing all of these beautiful homes on social media. 
I'm not a homeowner yet. So consistently seeing things like that, especially sometimes from people who are younger than me, it does make me feel a little way. And then the insecurity knocks and you start feeling like I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I haven't tried hard enough. Maybe I'm not deserving of that. And all of that stuff is just negative energy waiting to become depression. And that's just one phase. I know you all feel me on that. There are many different things. You may see the nice car. You may see the nice wedding pictures, the, the babies, the beautiful families. But I do want to remind you all that, you know, everything that glitters isn't gold. Everything that you see isn't the truth. It isn't always facts. We only post what we want you to see on social media. And I say we because we're all like that. Even when you see the people having their breakdowns publicly, that's because they want you to see it. You never really know if it's real, if it's fake, if it really is a cry out for help or a cry out for attention. You never know. Only the people who have the personal relationships with those people know. But all of this stuff can lead to feeling like you're inadequate. And again, you've got a lot of life left. What happens next? And I'm right there with you. I feel the same exact way. Like, I feel like life has been beating me down consistently lately. And I'm doing okay for myself, you know? But I still feel like I'm not where I want to be. So I have another question for you all. How much is enough? Like, let's say you reach that, that six figures or that million that you're aiming for. When you get it, does your life end? I don't think so. It's always going to be something higher that we're striving for. Now, is that healthy? I don't know. I really don't know. It depends on the journey to get there. But I don't think as long as we're living on this earth, we'll ever feel like we have everything we desire. We're always going to be reaching for something else. Is that by design? That one I'm not quite sure about. But just think about it. As I mentioned, if you're still living, what are you living for? There has to be purpose left. Like, is it possible that we'll never truly be satisfied here? Like, we'll live our life constantly striving, constantly pushing forward, and still never reach our full potential and die having not reached that. I know, kind of morbid, but that's just kind of how my mind works. I like to look at all aspects. I mean, that's a good thing, right? That's a good question to ask. We don't know. Maybe we're not really meant to be 100% truly happy here. I don't know. Just my thought. But let me tell you a little bit about my toxic trait. We all have one, by the way. Let's not act like we don't. <laughs> I know we see the meme, you know, my toxic trait is this, that. We all have a couple of them, probably. But let me just share one that I've recently been striving to overcome. Do you all believe in karma? I definitely do probably to a fault. 
I believe our personalities and how we choose to deal with other people ultimately determines how our lives are going to go. Like I'm a firm believer in we must pay for everything we do, good or bad. I still feel that way. You have to always be conscious of your intention. What is your reason for doing the thing that you're doing? And if you're trying to hurt somebody, if you're trying to cause harm to somebody, you're going to have to pay for that. And I do believe in it's either going to hit you or your children or someone close to you. We must all pay for what we do, right? So I used to be of this belief that I'm not where I want to be because of how I did this person here or how I did that person there. And it used to constantly haunt me. Now, is anyone perfect? No. We can all strive for perfection, but we're always going to make mistakes. Things happen. They do. And sometimes we unintentionally hurt people. Maybe we didn't mean to do that, but it still hurt them. And there are times, y'all, where we know what we're doing or about to do is hurtful. And there have been times in my life where I have done that. I didn't want to see that person hurt, but I knew my behavior was going to hurt that person. So what was I expecting? So, yeah, I used to always feel like I'm going to have to pay for that decision. And I'm continuously paying for it. I would always feel like my long suffering was due to that. And in a way, a little bit of it probably was. But at the same time, I also had to recognize that God isn't a God of payback, you know? You, you've apologized. You've tried to get yourself back in alignment with what is right. You're not going to pay for it forever. And honestly, I didn't come to that conclusion on my own. Somebody had to tell me that because I was constantly saying that to that person. Like, it's because I did this and I'm going to have to pay for it. So I'm trying to just live in my suffering, you know, face the facts that this is going to be my life. And yeah, it is depressing and no one wants to constantly hear that all the time. I get it. But as I mentioned, it's something I had to overcome. Which is why today I am probably overly conscious of how I treat people. Now, if you do me dirty, all bets are off, but I'm not going to intentionally set out to do anyone harm. I'm not going to intentionally set out to be rude, nasty, and hateful to people because you're not going to win that way. And I, I still am a firm believer in that. But we also have to get out of the notion too that Life is just going to be this hell every day. Even though I've said that out of my own mouth before, we don't know. That's not always the case. I want to choose to believe that there is fulfillment somewhere in this life. Just haven't quite gotten there yet. So thinking back to that breakdown, it makes me feel like it was maybe even a mantra of sorts for me. Typically right before I go into a breakdown, not that this happens all the time because it doesn't, but in this moment, it started with me being in prayer and meditation. And then it kind of just led to the tears and they would not stop coming. <laughs> and it's funny because you don't realize how much you need that sometimes until you do it. I do try to refrain 
from crying most of the times because I, I just hate being that way. I hate feeling that way. Even though it feels good after, I just don't like feeling down. And then my eyes are red and swollen. People can tell I've been crying, so I usually hate that. But it really was a release. And that's why I look at it as, you know, a mantra. What if I, I'm trying to manifest here? You know, it was definitely gratefulness and thankfulness. And also a cry out for clarity. It's like, okay, what next? What am I going to need to do? Or who do I need to be in order to get there? What growth measures am I going to have to take? Because that's all a part of it. Each level, to me, means a different person is needed to pursue those things. And that can look however it needs to look. But you can't go to the next level by being the same person you are today. And perhaps that's why many of us are still stuck because we're refusing to change. We're refusing to grow. We're refusing to face that fear that is holding us back. But a part of me also thinks, well, does that matter? Because again, you're constantly going to be trying to reach the next level anyway. So is it better to stay on this level and coast <laughs> or Am I going to go through the trenches in the mud to get to the next one? I don't know. It really is dependent on where you are in your life and the support system that you have by your side. But don't be afraid to let it happen. I do believe it's through the breakdown that the breakthrough comes. And anytime you break through anything, it's not pleasant. <laughs> Let's keep it real. It's ugly and it can hurt sometimes. But you won't know what's on the other side of that until you cross through it. So the moral of this today is don't be afraid to break down. It's okay. Now, we can only hope it's not publicly because I can't give you much advice on that. I don't like public breakdowns either, but sometimes they happen. I've seen them happen with other people. We all reach that point. And always keep in mind, there's always another point that we have to reach as well. It's up to you how you get there. Again, it could be shown in many different ways, but don't be afraid to let it come through. Let those tears flow. It is usually a relief at the end, a huge weight lifted. I'm glad I went ahead and had mine for the year. Hopefully I don't have any more because, again, I don't like having them. But, hey, it's a part of life. <laughs> I'm not going to keep you all. I just wanted to talk just a little bit about that and remind you all that it's okay to be imperfect. But keep in mind, we may never have everything, and that's okay. Are we even meant to have everything? What is the purpose of life if we aren't pursuing a purpose? If we have everything that we have ever wanted and desired, what other reason is there to keep going? It has to be something. So I challenge you all to, to find your why, as I say often. What is it that you're in search of? Why are you here? And by all means, 
don't be afraid to use the support system that you have. I hope you all have a great weekend. Enjoy the three-day weekend. I am a bit late recording this. Sorry. Um, I do think I'm going to probably start playing with some different days here and there just to see. But thank you for tuning in as always. I will talk to you again soon. Bye.